When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. War Eagle Auburn family, and welcome back to E2C Extra, the place where we talk about anything and everything that is related to Auburn. Basically, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do here on this podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be breaking down a review of the 20, I guess 21, even though they had banners for 2020. Olympics and how all our Auburn Tigers, former and current, did in these summer games. To do that, just like in our preview show, I brought in a crack, what a crack's not right, what do they call it, crack team? Is that what, Jessica, help me out here, was that, is that the normal, like, my crack team? I've never heard of that. That sounds really horrible. It so does. Please don't I, call I, us a crack I, team. I found the superstar team. Thank you, because I didn't know if you were talking butts or the drugs. So Wow, this took a turn 30 seconds into the show already. <laughs> this is what you get when you get Jessica and I together. You, this is what you can expect on Tiger Tracks, the cross-country track and field show. Yeah. Anyway. Don't forget the glue that holds the trio together. We've got AJ here. Yes. So That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, my guests are obviously Jessica, my wife, uh, host of Tiger Tracks, and then co-host of uh, No Huddle, our Auburn football show on the podcast, AJ Richardson. AJ, welcome back to the madness. Yeah, I am ready to hold y'all both back while y'all go at it. And I love it. <laughs> I'm just Sometimes I might let y'all fight a little yeah, bit. You probably honestly want to just let it go because <laughs> you, then you'll get caught up in it. And then... and then you'll have to pick a side and clearly the only side to choose is mine. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's I beg to differ on that one. I mean, anyway. Kyle pays me. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't pay Do me. I pay you? <laughs> I don't even pay myself, but anyway. I was going to say, if you're getting paid, I have a bone to pick with you because <laughs> I don't even get paid. We could talk about the the functionality of this network and how everything doesn't work all day, but I think what we should talk about is what we all thought about the Olympics. <laughs> okay, okay, Olympics. What did you all think about overall uh Everything that happened, anything stuck out to you? Obviously, we'll save the Auburn stuff for here in a second when we get going on that. But we'll start with ladies first. Jessica, your impressions, your thoughts, anything stuck out to you from 2021 Olympics? Well, obviously, I'm a track and field junkie. I am obsessed with track and field. And the two things that stuck out for me are the 400-meter hurdles, the Norwegian man getting a new Olympic and world record and then ripping his jersey like he was the Hulk. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was freaking bomb. And then my favorite moment of the entire Olympics was when um, Team USA won both the men's and the women's 4x400-meter, my favorite race of all time. That was just phenomenal. And seeing Allison Felix go out in a blaze of glory in her last Olympics ever, you just can't get any better than that. I know that has nothing to do with Auburn, but those are my Olympic highlights. But that's what I asked for here. What were the things that stuck out to you outside of that? And I I watched both those relays with you. And I remember us both sitting there. It was like, we knew the women were going to win. Oh, man. We knew they were going to kill it. But the the men, we were kind of like, they might be in contention. I thought the men would definitely get medals. Yeah. 
I just, I wasn't quite sure just because I don't know the men's team as well as I know right. the women's team. And after seeing like, um, you know, all the other women, Sydney and Delilah, and, you know, compete in all of their other events, it was just really nice to be able to see them all come together as a group of four and then win that gold together. All the unity together at the end of the Olympics. I mean, obviously, but it'll always be Allison Felix for me. Yeah. Well, she's the most decorated track and field she women's the, athlete. She is now the most decorated track and field athlete Ooh. of all time for wow. the USA. So previously before the four by four, she was tied with what's his name? Carl Lawson. Yeah. Carl Lewis. Lewis. I think. Yes. Nah, Carl. Yeah, Carl Lawson played at Auburn for football. Yes. Pretty sure it's not him. Speaking of which, hey, remind, remind, let me come back to that in a second. There's a connection here to the Olympics, but go ahead. Okay. So it must be Carl Lewis. I then think. he was the most decorated, but he had 10 as well. So she tied him. And then with that four by four went, put her over the top. Before I ask AJ, here's the quick little thing. Cause I even thought about, should I even bring this up? But since we somehow worked Carl Lawson, the former Auburn defensive end into the thing, he is apparently, and I think I have this right dating rachel dinkoff who was an auburn what? representative for doing this now yep same <laughs> there's just there's no like official statement there but like i just kept seeing carl okay, lawson it is the second thing when you google carl lawson so it must be a fact i, I think they are it is carl oh well, they, it's wow. on it's on usa today yep yeah. and nfl.com wow. so all right we have an Auburn what? couple. We'll have to like interview them I sometime. I love this. How cute. <laughs> yeah. And now we've lost Jessica into her phone. AJ, while she <laughs> while she covers that and starts researching some more about this this love affair, uh, tell me your overall thoughts, things that stuck out to you from the Olympics. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of, and I mentioned in our preview of this, was the stories. And I am a big sucker for all the stories, the the places that all of these athletes come from and uh, get to the spot where they're, they're representing their country. And that's always amazing to me because a lot of them have had some hard lives. Um, so that's one of the things that stood out. Uh, the other big thing that definitely stood out to me was all of the small sports that I feel like got a lot of, uh, I don't know, they got a lot of notoriety in this. Like I didn't even know kayaking was a thing. In really? The Olympics. I didn't. Like, I didn't know it either. And I, then I, I knew, feel like, like we kept watching it over and over and over. Right? I never watched one <laughs> round of that this year, but I knew it was there. that guy. Oh man. That one guy. I don't know his name. I don't know what country he's from, but what he killed everybody. Comment, what great commentary on that. Point. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, but, uh, that person. Yeah. But I love just the small sports, like handball that yeah. never gets represented, uh, outside of i feel like the olympics um which hey shout out auburn exactly I think back a few years ago actually hosted the u.s olympic team it is still to my knowledge the home their practice facility is the is beardy's memorial coliseum that's what? pretty cool yeah. yeah we talked about this yeah like the- i have uh, i mean I have, we have some mutual friends that were actually on the practice squad that battled against them while they were training I shout out blake cool. vineyard yeah blake vineyard yeah wow I honestly didn't know handball was a thing until this year. It's actually it's, a very popular sport around the world. Well, yeah, just not America. Just yeah, not America. yeah. <laughs> like many things, if it's not football, we don't really pay attention to it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the northern states like hockey a lot better than football. Eh, it's, they're weird anyway. So we just let baseball. Them have they like they like a little bit of baseball anyway. They're weird regardless. Sorry to all our northern friends out there. All right, but what I think we should, and what the people are here to talk about is the Auburn Connections, which we've already somehow worked it in, even though I think we wouldn't. Um, 
I've worked my head on how to best break this down and talk about it, guys. And I know what everybody's wanting us to talk about right off the front is SUNY Lee. We're going to, but we're going to first mention a couple of the events and the athletes that maybe didn't have such great performances, not, not great performances. It should not a way you'd say that, but just aren't as notable as some of the other things that happened, but I'd want to make sure that we mention them. First off the top, Auburn softball assistant coach, Emily Carasoni, uh, competed in these Olympics for Italy. And this was actually going to be her last time competing with the national team for Italy. She announced her retirement after the game. They did win their opening round. However, they didn't make it much further, but she was retaining her title as one of the most hit by pitch batters that she was in college. <laughs> and apparently she was tied for the lead here in the Olympics as well. I don't know what she's doing that causes her to have such bad luck, but there you go. Well, at least she got some notoriety. Yeah, but, That's right. but she also was one of the best batters in the Olympics, too. Well, just, there you go. More opportunity. And she just kept getting hit as well as much as she hit the ball. Uh, but anyway, congratulations to Emily for making it to the Olympics. Amen. Representing Italy. Uh, and that Doing was our, better than the three of us. Yes. Very <laughs> much. She's also the first Olympian in Auburn softball history as well. So she has that to her name. Also in tennis, we had Tim Putz from Germany uh, in the men's double competition. They only made it to the round of 16 but he's the first Auburn Olympian in men's tennis to make it as well. So for both of those, their results of their actual matches and games weren't what they wanted, but they have some pretty interesting titles to their name as representing, you know, each sport individually uh, for the very first time in terms of Auburn players. So those are those two. There's really not much to say about that. I think we, everybody's just wanting to talk about Sunny Lee, so we might as well do so it. So why don't we save it for the end? No, we're going to do best it now. For last. We got it. it we got, we'll, so nobody's going to care about track and field. They're going to listen to Sunny Lee and be like, goodbye. <laughs> Let's talk about. <laughs> hey, we can talk Lee. about swimming too. We we could. And Zach Apple. We could. We're going to talk about them, but let's go ahead and just get this barn. I would say the barn out of the horse, but the horse out of the barn. And you are failing. I am failing. <laughs> this is what happens when I've got a man you and AJ. This is like Ben and AJ. <laughs> AJ all over has again. been really chill. He has been. This is always with his role. It was Ben, AJ, and myself on No Huddle. It was me trying to keep Ben in, like, you know, wrangled in. And then all of a sudden, here comes AJ just stoking the fire between the two of us. You're the uh, one that talked about butts at the beginning of this. That, okay. All right. Listen, gymnastics, seemingly. <laughs> Freshman officially coming to Auburn, three medals. AJ. What what do you make of that? Like, just help me process that we have a three medal Olympian coming to Auburn as a freshman. Right. I mean, that's truly incredible. I mean, let's put it this way. There are only four Auburn Olympians ever to get three medals mm-hmm. ever. And she's one of them. So put her name in one of the greatest all time Auburn Olympic athletes. And then on top of that, you give her a gold in the Olympic all around, like the individual where she is the person doing all four events and she wins it all. I mean, like that is the top of the top of the top in Olympic gymnastics or in world gymnastics. I mean, she is the best and she's going to be at Auburn. So good luck getting tickets. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think this is the first year that you will probably find an easier time finding a basketball ticket then you will a gymnastics ticket. That's crazy. It, it used to be that I, in the winter, if I was on campus covering the, the basketball game or something, be like on a whim to say, oh, Friday night, I'm here early. I'm going to go to a gymnastics meet. Not anymore. I can't yeah. go. You have to plan in advance to go. Like and, and- basically a year in advance because the minute she got on the U.S. team, 
probably all the gymnastics tickets were sold <laughs> yeah. out. They were doing well, but I can guarantee you they're sold out now after what yeah. she did. Well, I remember, uh, I can't remember if it was like 2015, 20, it might have even been 2014, was Auburn's first sellout in, in gymnastics. Yeah. And it was crazy. It was amazing. I think it was against like Alabama. It was like number one or something crazy. But to put that in perspective, that's going to be probably every single meet this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, it is. It's it's going to be an incredible atmosphere for us to experience. If you get the opportunity to experience in person, you will be able to watch them on TV because most of them are there. And now you have a reason to tune in on Friday nights. It used to be like, you know, you don't, most people have something to do on a Friday night. Now you actually want to stay at home and watch Sinisa Lee play like yeah. it's it, excuse me play perform is that the right way <laughs> just just hushed I'm, I'm struggling i'm compete. struggling try right. to compete three medals we have one gold as aj already said in the all around a silver that she got in team competition and a bronze in the uneven bars i mean literally she has one of every color yeah literally that is so cool did you just not yeah. realize that no <laughs> <laughs> Also, I wanted to note something about this silver medal because, I mean, we all know about what happened with Simone Biles having to leave the competition. But guess what? Suni Lee was ready for the spotlight. Mm -hmm. I mean, as soon as that happened, Suni Lee, everybody was looking at her to see how well she did because she was going to, she was one of the main people that right behind Simone Biles. I mean, pretty much this whole competition has been right behind and so now it's her time to shine. And I'm I'm honestly most excited about what Suni Lee is going to do from this point on oh, because yeah. how much you know notoriety she's going to have. But she's only 18 years old. She's probably coming back for next year in Paris, more than likely, mm-hmm. unless something crazy happens. And so her face is going to be gymnastics, U.S. gymnastics next, you know, what, 2024? Why? So, she probably have a Netflix documentary. Probably oh, so. I mean, Simone Biles, did she? Yeah, didn't she? She did. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I mean, and think about and you know, you talked about, AJ, like the heartwarming stories. I mean, obviously, we saw Suni's story a lot, especially with everything that happened with her dad and his unfortunate accident. But, God, you know, I'm not really a sappy person, but when they showed that balance beam that her dad built for her in the yard. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, that even made me tear up. And that's tough to do, folks. I mean, so. literally. <laughs> I have I barely have tear ducts, but that was that was heart wrenching. I wanna ask you this, <laughs> Jessica. Were you more shocked that she did what she did in team competition helping the, excuse me, in her all around getting the gold? Or that she got bronze in the uneven bars, which is my understanding is her best event. Cause I th- I would have thought she would have gotten gold in that. I mean, that's fair, but watching her performance in the uneven bars, she had a little miss missteps. I hate to say steps because you're not stepping, but there were there were quite a few miss swings. Yes, little (laughs) little issues. So I think I was more shocked that she got her gold in the individual all around, just because I mean, we we all obviously believe in her and knew the potential she had, but to see her beat, you know, the other athletes that were out there that I just felt like were doing a really great job too, it was just incredible that she was able to pull out the gold there. It really was, and uh, I just I'm so happy that she wants to be at Auburn because right. let's be honest, this is a girl that's walking onto campus that is probably a millionaire now with the endorsement oh, deals. That For she... sure. And also think, think about the pressure when you, she walks onto campus, everybody's already going to know her. 
she's not necessarily going to know anybody else. And actually, as of us recording this, she arrived today on campus. There's a video of her being welcomed into the gymnastics uh, facility, her teammates coming up and just mobbing her. And so just... wait, so where does she live? Like, she's does going... she have to live in the athletic dorms? I, I think Isn't that a thing? Typically, the athletes all live together, especially okay. underclassmen yeah. in some type of dorm situation. In the new, there were those dorms built, you know, where the yeah. old Sewell Hall was. This is the problem with us being old farts. <laughs> yes. We didn't have all the nice stuff when we were there yeah i lived so, in a dorm without even name i lived in hall m they I, couldn't even give us a name i'm playing a tiny <laughs> violin for jessica right now because she's talking about still bitter <laughs> <laughs> listen we could go on and on about uh Sunni lee and what she did i mean it's it's been all over the news it's been plastered there and it's just i've never in my lifetime well i'm sure i have just seen somebody walk onto campus with so much notoriety i mean you're usually talking about maybe a football player maybe a basketball player but even then a freshman football player does not have this much notoriety <laughs> when you think even bo nix who as a freshman everybody thought he was going to be freaking the next cam newton because of his dad and everything and he might still be okay this is not a football show um i'm just saying like even him who is a legacy doesn't have this much notoriety suny lee is an olympian a three-time olympian I think when you have three medals as a freshman, that's enough of a legacy in and of itself that's for you. That's what I'm saying. Like, what does she do with those medals, too? I'm guessing they're home in Michigan. I, I don't know what you do with them, but she better lock them. I don't think you better them. bring them you to Don't your bring dorm. them to Auburn. Just please. <laughs> just don't. You know? I mean, I'd love to see them, like, in, you know, in a nice oh, case. She, you know she's showing those off. Oh, Come she on. probably is, to be honest. If I, if I was her, I wouldn't blame her. I'd, I'd wear them at a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about not having any privacy. <laughs> my bling bling you know my bronze is my silver you know let me just pull my drawer out see what i'm gonna let wear me today. bend down to get this box of trick cereal they clank together a little bit oh, oh yeah, I'm an Olympian. hey auburn fans i want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special here at the e2c network we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for auburn fans out there and best of all it's free to you but just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C network to join the E2C network booster club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support whether you decide to join or not we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our e2c network family well that's it timeouts over let's get back into the episode so there's suny lee obviously the star of the olympics and in many ways now one of of the biggest and maybe arguably the biggest star on auburn's campus currently right now oh easily who 
one comes even close to her. I, we'll find out. I don't know. Literally no one. <laughs> we, now you know how Jessica feels. <laughs> she has three Olympic medals. There's nobody that can come close to her. Even in the time of the Auburn Football National Championship, none of them come close to three Olympic medals. The Olympics are the freaking Mount Everest of athletics. There's no way. And now we know how Jessica feels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's talk about a little bit of swimming because I think this is the biggest surprise for Auburn fans. Uh, one name that we are very familiar with is Annie Lazar. She did get a bronze in the women's 200-meter breaststroke. We watched that one live. It was her only event, so we were happy to see her do well and actually place and get up on the podium there. So that wasn't a shock, though, because we pretty much expected her yeah. to do big things, even if she didn't get on the podium, be very close to doing that. Zach Apple, though, I don't know that a lot of people remember him or remember him being at Auburn, uh, but... Every night, it seemed like he was being mentioned with what he was doing. With his relays. Yes. Yeah. So he got yeah. a gold in both the men's, uh, the men's eight. I'm, I'm messing up Four here. Four by 100. Thank you, honey. Wow. Where, where is the number eight in this? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a stroke? I am having he a stroke. He got gold medals for the men's 4 by 100 freestyle relay and the 4 by 100 medley relay, which do you know what? His, was he the freestyle leg for the medley relay? I, well, I know he was he's the, anchor for The both. anchor typically is freestyle. Is that correct, AJ? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. Yeah, well, and regular freestyle, it's everybody, obviously. But then medley relay, it's uh, freestyle. There we go. Okay. okay yeah, that, there we go. That, that makes that, sense. Since I'm not a swimmer, I didn't know what leg was which type of mm-hmm. swimming. So what did you <laughs> take over, AJ, from swimming? What did you notice out of Zach or anybody else out there? What stuck out to you? Yeah, I mean, I was just as shocked as you because you had asked us in our previous show, who do you think is going to you know, get another gold or even a medal for that matter uh, that came from Auburn? And I honestly thought somebody like Emily Carasoni for softball. And here comes out of nowhere almost uh, somebody who gets two golds, Zach mm-hmm. Apple. And you're just like, wow, this is crazy. And, and also to put in perspective, uh, they they sign kind of usually talk about it, but usually the anchor is their fastest swimmer. Yes, I was going to say the same thing. And, and that's usually the person. It's kind of like track and field. Like you want your fastest person to finish strong for you. So that kind of shows you where his uh, you know where he's at with his competition and how fast he is um, in swimming. It, it was just an absolutely incredible thing because we we're coming off the high of Suni Lee and what she did in the all around, and I think it was that same night. All of a sudden, here comes across the social media post, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Zach Apple, gold. And then, like, two nights later, Zach Apple, gold again. Mm-hmm. It's like, he does it again. And it, and it honestly, honestly, and, and everything after we got done talk, talking about our preview, I thought we may be talking about a couple of medals from our gymnastics teams, and including SUNY and that. I didn't think we'd be talking about two golds from Zach Apple, much less from swimming. I thought we'd be talking about Annie getting something like a bronze, not shocked by that. But two golds out of that, that is the biggest surprise to me for obviously maybe some of the Olympics, but definitely in terms of how it relates to Auburn. That's fair. Um, I do want to mention as well, and I'm going to try not to butcher all these people's names that were competing, didn't place anywhere, but just kind of a reminder of who we had represented us. Here we go. Everybody pray for me real quick. Mm-hmm. Marcelo <laughs> Cherry, Brazil. I just gave up on that one. Santiago Grassi from Argentina. Peter Holanda from Hungary. Luis Martinez, who I think had a pretty good race himself from Guatemala. Uh, Julie Minin 
from Luxembourg, and I think we watched her as well, didn't we? I feel like Luxembourg came up. Uh, I believe so. And Adrielle uh, Sanez, who is a U.S. Virgin Islands representative, who I think will be here this year competing with our Auburn swimming team. So those are the eight current and former Auburn swimmers that competed there, along with Zach Apple and Annie Lazar, our biggest and most diverse group, and obviously the biggest surprise for the Auburn Tigers out of there. So I know we talked about SUNY, but we obviously saved the best – Events for last, Jessica, since you are... You're just trying to butter me up. But to be fair, track and field is the last event of the Olympics. Yes. So So why don't you talk to us a little bit about... You know, we didn't have the best results in the world, but we had a lot of people there. But you know what? Again, all these people made it to the Olympics, and that is far better than any of us on this podcast will ever do. I mean, unless y'all compete in the ping pong tournament of the world. I don't know. I might be able to make that. (laughs) No, China's going to kick my butt. Yeah, literally. Pretty sure Forrest Gump would kick both of y'all's butts too. Well, all so. right, dang, shots fired. Wow. <laughs> so hey, I'm anyone. from Alabama. Come on, I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> okay, so for track and field from Auburn, we had Donald Thomas, who represented the Bahamas in high jump. Um, he did place 13th in Group A in the high jump, and then of course somebody that we spent a lot of time talking about, Rachel Dinkoff competed in the discus and just as a reminder she was that first american lady to represent auburn track and field at the summer olympics which is still a really big big thing i mean to be the first woman out there that's that's awesome so unfortunately she only placed 12th in group a but again she made it she said she's going back in 2024 if she makes it so um looking forward to seeing her there kyle and i actually watched this competitor nathan Mm -hmm. allen um he was with team jamaica he was actually the anchor leg for the men's four by four relay um sorry the four by 400 relay um and they placed sixth overall shout out to team usa that placed first (laughs) and then um kai selvin thank you kai selvin from trinidad and tobago place You know, I'm realizing, so you've got the women's 4x100 meter relay. So was she the second person to represent Auburn track and field at the Summer Olympics? I guess so. That would be... Yeah, I mean, I'm just realizing, so Rachel Dinkoff, but also Kai. So that's exciting. But um, their women's 4x100 relay placed 15th overall. So the best highlight out of this in terms of placements is Nathan Allen, who's Absolutely. a na- name that Jessica and I were very familiar with on the track and field show that we do here on the network, yep. uh, Tiger Tracks. And we were not surprised to see him in the anchor leg. No, and he did a great job. Honestly, if if it Team is- Jamaica had been anywhere closer, I think they could have really, you know, been top five. Yeah. But bless his heart, they were just a lot of they they gave they really him a lot to work people, with. Yes. You know? Yes. There were a lot of fast competitors in that four by four. Even though you may be the fastest in the anchor leg, you really need your teammates to set you up for success. And I don't know That's that right. they did that for him. I, they did the best they could. Hey, and sixth overall is nothing to be upset about. It yeah. is uh still an awesome thing to represent not only your country but also the Auburn Tigers here. And there were a lot of war eagles and shout outs to fellow Auburn Tigers from each other. I think Rachel and somebody else met on the field at one point. Aww. So it's, it was just a great thing. I don't think that I was sitting in during our preview thinking we'd be talking about this much great things happening uh, in terms of Auburn representatives in the Summer Olympics. So what's your one highlight, Jessica, that you take away from 2021 Olympics? Overall, like all of the Olympics? Of all the things. Does it have to be Auburn? doesn't have to be Auburn. Well, I mean, it's everything that I just talked about, the 4 by 400 meter. And how we both watched them together and just thought that the the women, we knew were going to kill it. Just yep. the men just I just were the shock There for is me. literally, 
I'm such a dweeb. When I'm having a bad day, I go back to YouTube and I watch the world championships and past Olympics on the four by 400 meter. <laughs> nerd. I know. I know. <laughs> what a nerd. But there's nothing more exciting than a four by 400 meter. Nothing. It is pretty exciting. I will admit that. Thank I watched you. it live. I watched Sean Shivers uh, at one track meet yep. uh, do the anchor leg for that. And yep. wow, that boy's fast. <laughs> Let me just yeah. tell you. And think these Olympians are faster than that. That's, that is a fair point. So, AJ, so Jessica, you don't like, I mean, in comparison, because I'm thinking a lot of people look at the four by 100 just because it's so quick. So why is that why? not as exciting oh, as Lord, the four by 400? AJ, you opened the door. <laughs> I did, and I intentionally did it. So here's why. The four by 100, there's no endurance in that. You are just super fast. That is just built within you. So the four by 400 is, the 400 meter is the hardest sprint because it is a long distance sprint. You're sprinting the whole 400 meters. Second of all, handoffs in the four by 100 can literally make or break your win. Mm. If yep. you mess up a handoff, even if you are the fastest team out there, you're done. It's over. There is no recovery from a poor handoff in the four by 100. There were poor handoffs in the four by 400. There were poor handoffs by Team USA in the four by 400, especially the men. I was so ticked off at, uh, what's his name? Randolph Ross and how he handed off that four by 400 baton in his second leg but they were able to recover from it. And it wasn't as big of a detrimental effect as in the four by one. That four by one, if you mess up your start or your handoff, it's over. Whereas the four by four is actually an athletic event in that even if you have a small slip up, it's not gonna cost you the whole win. AJ, I wish you could be here with me right now in, in studio watching Jessica explain this. <laughs> I was, I'll just go ahead and give my shout out because it relates to this. And what the thing I take away, obviously everything was great in the sports, but seeing another Auburn representative in Rowdy Gaines doing his thing on TV, oh watching gosh, his yes. hand motions and energy. This was Jessica right now. <laughs> we need to get her and Rowdy Gaines together. So, and they need to like create an event where it's like half running and half swimming. What? I know it's the triathlon or the, that thing. You can do that, but I could, I just need to see you two together explaining but also your sport. I think, okay so yeah actually for track and field give me sonia richards ross and we'll go out there and talk but also you're in the olympics handoffs should be second nature like to me i get it that nerves are out there you know you're anxious and everything but your handoffs you also have to practice that two billion and a half times I, I just there's no room for error and that's why i think with the four by one i just really can't get a hold of it because if you mess up you're done but I, I, I'm still ticked off at Randolph Ross because he's so much better than that. And you messed up that handoff and you were in the freaking Olympics. How did you mess that up? You've been practicing handoffs since you were 13 years old. Like how, how did you mess that up? Thank goodness y'all won because that was idiotic. And that's what grinds her gears. There we go. Um, <laughs> my goodness. I did not think she had that in her left for this. Evening. I'm, just, I'm just thinking like, uh, I mean, we practice. She's handoffs. got more. I'm just saying <laughs> we practice handoffs like till the cows came home. Handoffs, 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 handoffs. Every relay I ran, handoffs, 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 handoffs. I will never forget in eighth grade when I messed up the handoff in a four by 200. It was my fault and I got yelled at and I never did it again. Jessica needs to go talk to someone about these repressed yeah, memories. Yeah, I'm going to be in therapy now. AJ, will you please tell me what your highlight was before she gets going again? <laughs> yeah, I think my highlight was just, I, I know we think back on Auburn swimming teams as being great but it still shows me that we got three golds in swimming and that Auburn swimming is still a great, uh, it's still a great, I don't know, sport to that's at Auburn. So I don't know. I feel like we kind of forget about swimming at, at times yeah, because, you know, they did go downhill for a while. They weren't winning the national championships. They weren't winning the sec championships, 
but we still have great individual swimmers and it's very evident that i mean that was definitely a highlight i i did not expect that and of course you know seemingly i mean come on of course like I mean, the the favorite of the olympics for u.s citizens Auburn's exactly. favorite daughter, Suni Lee, is now on campus, and mm-hmm. you can come see, if you can afford it and find a ticket, watch a three-medal Olympian compete for the Auburn Tigers alongside Darian Goburn, Drew Watson, and the rest of the crew there. And there will be many other athletes that are arriving back uh, to compete as Auburn uh, as well. So very exciting Olympics, given all that it took to actually make the Olympics happen this year. And uh, I'm happy that we got such great results out of our Auburn Tigers. And congratulations to everyone who was there. And uh, you guys represented your country as well and Auburn as well. Before we get out of here, though, let's uh, let them know where they can find us. AJ, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. And Jessica, if they want to talk to you about that little rant that you threw down, where can they find you best? I don't remember what my Twitter handle is. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I mentioned it in the last show. If you really want to find me on Twitter, don't because I don't have it on my phone. But just find me on Instagram, Nurse J Loomis. And you can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24. Thank you to my two co-hosts. You have been awesome in the preview and now the review. And uh, hopefully, maybe in four years' time, excuse me, three years' three time years. for now, we can sit down and do this again. Talk about Auburn in the Olympics. Love it. Till then, War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.